Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wandery people of the Kulin Nation, and we would like to pay respect to that elders past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents of children with disabilities. And this week we're talking to someone who's an expert on getting our children with disabilities ready for starting school. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word. It's not suitable for children so put your headphones in or your earbuds or listen to it in the car when you're having a bit of self-care. <laughs> Whatever works, peace. Hello, Mandy. Hi, Kate. Back for another Snappy. Yay. Yes, we know you peas love these because, you know, they surprise us too. We yeah. never know when they're coming out. We just <laughs> pop them in on a Monday. If we've got time during the week, we record them. Um, and this is another Snappy where we've got a friend. Yes. And our friend this week's name is Jenny. And she, would you like to say where she works, Mandy? Uh, and she works for the Association for Children with a Disability. But would you like to say hello, Jenny? Hello, hello, lovely ladies. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. We love speaking with your organisation. That's right. So before we get into getting ready for school, would you like to, are you a P? Yes, I am a P. Woo! All the cool people are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everyone wants to be in our gang. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, I have a, a, a gorgeous young man um, as my son and he has a disability uh, and he has changed my whole life, the direction uh, of my life yep. in, a, in a major ways. And, um, and, you know, I also work for the Association for Children with a Disability, so mm. um, I love supporting other parents and, and pr providing them with some guidance and advice to, to help them on their way, on their journey. Oh, so, so yes, powerful. so important. Mm, so important. It is. Did you have anyone to reach out to when you were going through like early childhood with him? Oh, look, he was my first child, um, and we didn't really know that he had a disability until he was probably about six months old. Mm. Um, and 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 I've got to say, it was pretty devastating when we found out because yeah. it somehow changed somehow changed him and yet I kept looking at him thinking you're still the same little boy yes, you know right. it's just, you happen to have this this label that's been given to you and it took me ages to, to look out how to 
deal with that. Yes. But I think we all get there in the end and Mm. um, um, I didn't, I didn't have any connection to disability. You know, I, I'd never been to school with anyone with a disability. I, I hadn't, didn't have any friends that had a child with a disability. Mm. So it was a brand new world for me. Mm. Um, and, you know, very scary times yes. as well. Mm. Yes. Well, it's just something that but, people often don't mm. talk about, even though one in six of us will have a disability. But for some reason, it just, it isn't part of the parenting narrative. No, no, it isn't. I like to think that these days um, there is a greater awareness mm. about um, disability in the community. Yeah, um, I certainly see it, um, but yep. I live it and breathe it. So yes, I'm always looking for the signs or, yes. or trying to create, you know, that inclusive environment wherever yep. I go. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, mm. yeah, and and Chris, you know, himself, he's a he's he's become an amazing advocate for himself and for yes. others, and. Um, Yes. It's just a delight to see him, you know, talking so positively, you yes. know, about the, about who he is, and you know, disability is just one aspect of who he is. That's so, true. That's right. Yeah. We're all just we're all just people. We're all different anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, You've got to look beyond the yes, disability. We You've do. got to look at who the person is. They're just like the rest of us, you mm-hmm. know. They just happen to have this other aspect to their life. Yes. They just that might impact them. Yes, and we just—we all need different support structures. Like, I don't need what you need, and you don't need what Mandy needs, and you know that's the same with our kids. We just have different support structures, and then we can have a more accessible life. Absolutely, and it's it's his birthday today, isn't it? You told us. Yes, I know. (laughs) I know. I know it's so exciting, but I've—you I've, know—it's a challenge during this COVID nineteen oh. situation to find out, you know, what to do. Oh, I know. We normally get together as a family and and have dinner and you know have a great time, but uh, tonight's going to be a little bit different. I yes. can actually visit him; he's oh, not good. that far. He lives independently mm. in a share house. Wow. With uh, three other guys, and um, I think they've got some plans. In fact, he did say to me, Mum. I'm getting old now. I don't think I need a present anymore. Oh. Said, but if, I know, isn't that amazing? Yes. But uh, he said it'd be great if you could bring some takeaway over oh. and we can share with the rest of my mates here. Oh, oh. What a lovely idea. Oh. Lovely. Mm. That's a perfect birthday. That's that what I want too. That is a perfect birthday with my friends, some takeaway, yeah. my mum paying. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Did I mention that part? <laughs> well, I think that was implied. Well, I think yeah. it's a special yeah. day and it's a special day for you too. Yes. So. Congratulations, Mum. Yeah, congratulations. I Mom. always Thanks. believe I'm... mums should get a bunch of flowers on their children's birthday. Yes. Yeah, I think you've done, we've all done an amazing job. Yeah. And it should be oh, acknowledged. Well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Campaign yep. for that. That yep. would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will. I'll start campaigning. And I just, I'm, I'm really <laughs> thankful to talk to you because I'm always yearning to speak to people further along the path than myself. So there's always much to be learned. Yes, yes absolutely. And I've got to say that um, it didn't take me long when Chris was very young and you never forget those early years because so much is happening. Mm. Um, but you just never forget, you know, the, the people that supported you at that time and yes. the ones that didn't. Yes. Um, disappointingly. And, mm. um, and the people that you connect with who are, just so amazing and full of support and guidance. And I've got to say the best information I ever got was from other parents. Yes, that is so true. Yeah, they've, they've lived your life. Well, not you your can life, trust them. But, yeah, you can trust them. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. They they understand. They've got that understanding, that lived experience. And yes, you know, when you have a child with a disability, unless you've you know you do have a child with a disability, you don't know what it's no. like, what you no. experience, the emotions that you go through. That's right. So yes. Um, yes, some of my best friends. In fact, pretty much all of my best friends yep. have children. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yep. it's pretty same for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and yeah. it's also a judgment-free community and a lot of other people don't get to live that and that is a joy. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, working at the association is just fabulous because I, I work with an amazing group of or team of all women and they all have some sort of connection mm. with disability. Many of them or most of them have a child with a disability. Uh, and, you know, that just makes um, working there oh, just amazing because yes. you know, we all understand each other mm. uh, and we, we know how to we have a really good idea as to how to support parents who contact us yes yes uh, and yeah and um and we uh, we sort of know how what the information is that they're looking for yes um, and we certainly we're good listeners yeah and they provide us with a lot of guidance as to how we run our service so that we support them in the best way that we can oh what a gift so my, even your mm. Facebook page all during COVID. Oh, it's been awesome. Oh, it's been so great. This is what you can expect from school. This is what you can ask of your school. This is what the mask requirements are. It's just been really, really, really powerful. So we are really grateful that you do it. Definitely. I'm my, my first port of call. I'll just read what they have to yep, say, same. what you guys have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, you know, that's our strength. We make sure that all the information that we provide is up to date and is accurate. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're um, too tired Karen, to, f- you know, it's hard to filter find through. it. We yeah. just need the facts in a dot point. It's perfect. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that's it. You don't want to be overwhelmed with too much information, no. which you sometimes we get from some of the government. Yes. Oh, yes. Maybe. Yes. So we try and take that and and because not all of it applies to our families. Yes. You know, who have children with a disability. So we have to find out, you know, what is the information that parents need to know. Mm. And if it isn't clear, then our wonderful CEO, Karen, who's also been on your yes. podcast before, she has amazing skills of uh, getting in touch with those people um, yes. who are making these decisions and asking them the hard questions, you know, you know, how is this going to impact on, on families of children with a disability? Wow. Which yeah. is And you perfect. guys have been really amazing advocates because during the first lockdown, you know, we didn't know what was going on. Are carers allowed to come to the house? What happens to all of the telehealth and NDIS and just having that person there pushing that to the front all the time. Just even including specialist schools in the wording. Yes. Yeah. We weren't yeah. even included. And so no. my next move I want from the government is it to say specialist schools, prep one and two, VCE, instead of us coming last. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So that's the oh, next change. Yes. That's yes. the next change I just I want to see because every yes. time it's like they're the last one. Yep. We're still yep. including them, but they're last. Yes, that's we right. We could come first sometimes, you know. First. That's absolutely yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see if we can make that one change. I don't know. We'll have to get Dan to listen again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> I'm sure well, he is not. You know, you don't want to be, it, it, we shouldn't be forgotten. No, 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 because it's, mm. it, our children are just as important. Well, yeah, and during this time of great change, everything's been pulled out from under all of us and Mm. our children need consistency even more. So, yes, yes, we are rejoicing in the fact that school goes back next week. 
for a whole lot of Victorians, <laughs> but for Mandy and I, kids with additional needs and disabilities are going back. So Ooh, it's yeah, which is great. And we've got some amazing stories to share on the ACD website for your children, stories you can yes, read to your children yes. in Excellent. regards to the return to school. Thank you. Because, yeah, no, it was, uh, that was sort of, I think, a request that we got from parents. And, mm. and like I said, all of us are parents or have some connection to disability, so mm. we know how what an anxious time it can be oh, for yeah. our children. Really, going really back is. To school and mm. for parents. So, you know, we've got a going back to school story. We've got a having my temperature check yes, story. Yes, thank you. Yep. Getting a COVID-19 test. All of those mm. things that be, can be quite anxious for yes, our kids. Definitely, mm. definitely. Yes, and I was um, saying it before to Mandy that, for my boys, they just think that they're going to go back and then COVID's going to come back and then they're going to have to come back home because that's what's happened already yes. this year. So, And you can't yeah. definitively say to them, no, that's not going to happen. So they, in their mind, they align school with COVID coming back because, remember, we, we yeah. all went back for a couple of weeks and then mm. it came back. So I'm like, no, I don't think it's going to be like that, but we'll work it out if it is, you know. So there's... Normally when school goes back at the start of the year, we all go through all this anxiety, but we can give them really clear ideas of what it's going to look like, but we can't this time. No, it is that uncertainty and, yeah. and that's the situation that we're in and it's very difficult to talk through that with you, with your child, you know, yes. with a disability. They don't have the capacity to fully understand. That's right. So you just have to try and keep it uh, simple in your yes. explanations. Um, most of us know how to do that. We've learned how to do we that. We sure have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am. Um, yeah. My daughter's very anxious about wearing a mask. So I've spoken to mm -hmm. her school and they've said she doesn't need to. But I just got really sort of when she was told on the Zoom, everyone has to wear a mask, she comes out crying. I just go to fight or flight. She goes like to fight. I'm like, yeah. this is just ridiculous. She's got <laughs> cerebral palsy. Yeah. She's, got a, she's got a speech disorder. She she <laughs> chokes on her food. I just went berserk. I was like, there is no way I'm going straight to Daniel Andrews. And I just thought, calm down, Mandy. Ring the school. And the, the beautiful ES was like, oh, no, she doesn't have to wear one. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't we all do that? Oh, I know. it's just it's I couldn't so I couldn't control it, and well, then it's, it's a lifetime. Of it is a lifetime of having happening. to fight the next thing. Yes. Oh my exactly. gosh! Exactly. Yes. And wanting them to go You're... back without any hiccups. I just need her to go back and yeah. have a nice time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not right. much to ask. Really. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, anyway. For today, That's your expertise for yeah. today is to talk about. Mm -hmm. Getting our beautiful children ready for starting school. Yes, particularly for those preps that yes. are starting. Yes. That might have had a very disrupted year this yes. year with kinder. Yes. Um, and, and perhaps haven't had, you know, all the support um, transitioning into the, in, into school in yes. next year. Because yes. I heard that so, they're not doing transition. Is that right? Oh, no. Really? No, I, well, it's. I think it's, there's a bit of uncertainty around yeah. that at the moment. They should be. There's no reason why they can't, but it might look a little bit different from what yep. it would normally be. So let's just clarify, um, we're in Melbourne. Yeah, we're in We've Melbourne. We've been in lockdown. So yes. this might be a little bit different to the other states. So, yes. Yeah. But, and also our wording. So kinder here in Victoria is four-year-olds. Yes. And then when we talk about foundation or prep, that's our first year of primary school. Yes. 
Yes, it is confusing, isn't it? Every every state has a slightly different system, That's education right. system. Yes. And, um, yeah, that can be tricky, yes. tricky for, um, for parents. But, yes, starting prep together, we've got this wonderful um, series of um, online workshops for parents that are in that situation and, and just need to know um, about what how you can start transitioning into prep. Mm. and it's, um, it's a series of three online workshops okay. and we'd hope that parents would go to all three of them um, and it's it's about supporting each other and sharing knowledge and I suppose learning some important things like how to build a good partnership with your child. Yes. Something you know, it has got to be, you've got to start in a positive way. Yes. Really, do. really yes. important. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know whether you ladies had troubles, um, you know, with your child moving into school. I certainly did, but that was a long time ago. I like to think that, um, and I know that, that schools absolutely want to know who your child is and, and work mm. in a positive way with you. And you're very much, as a parent, a part of that conversation mm. because you are the experts in your children. I yes. think there's a few layers. For me it was, you know, communicating with the teachers, then communicating with the parents, then communicating with the yeah. children because they were asking questions and then giving my children the skills and being able to talk about their disability or their AFOs that they were wearing. There were so many layers. And then also getting to know the aid mm. and trying to, who do I communicate with the aid, the teacher, how are all these boundaries? Do mm. I get their mobile number? Like mm. there's so many things. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and and around building that positive partnership. So, and it is, you know, one of the main things that um, parents contact our organisation is around issues with schools. And mm. often you find that the underlying problem is communication yes. or, or lack of communication or lack of a good communication, a way of communicating with, with mm. your child's school. So we always say it's really good to to try and establish, a, you know, the best way of communicating with your school, right with your child's school, right from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for both you and the school. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, there, and there are lots of different ways of doing it. You know, you, you can have well, formal meetings, which when you have a child with a disability, you do have your student support group meetings, yes. and I know you've got there's similar meetings that, um, that schools in different states uh, have as well. And you can have those informal meetings regardless of whether your child receives funding support through the Department of Education. Mm. So that's important to remember that you can have, you know, regular formal meetings with your school and you yes. should. Yes. And then there's just parent-teacher interviews. But just your informal chats with your child's teacher mm. is really important. I mean, they're the person that are working with your child, so it's really good to keep in regular contact with them. Oh, yeah, it's really, really important. And to try and and to learn the right language to use so that you don't come across as um, blaming. You know, there's no one to blame yes. here, but this happened yesterday or would there be any way that we could make this a little easier? Or, but it's really hard because you don't want to blame the teacher because not you don't think it's the teacher's fault, but it's hard to, to get that wording yes. right. And you become an expert at it as life goes on and years go by. But, yeah, if you can get any of those tips from these webinar things, then awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, and it is about mutual respect too, you know, and, and absolutely you some, if you're angry, you just want to bring someone and blame them. Yes, you do. Them yes. Them. yes. And you might not know the full story, and you, but you, you're just anxious and, and angry. And mm. um, so the best thing to do often is if, if you feel that there has been a, an issue or, or 
you know, something's come up and you're not happy about it, just to find out exactly what happened, ring the school and ask. Mm. Don't hesitate. Just ring the school and ask. They might not even be aware. No, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it happened in the playground. So, and I think this is true for SDSs, for special schools, and mainstream. for mainstream. Yeah, you can still ask the same questions everywhere you go. Yeah, it's actually true Absolutely. for all children. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. I think oh, I remember sure. a principal said to me once, "Don't lose sleep over it. You should have already emailed or rung, because yes. if the next day it has snowballed in your mind into yes. something bigger, then you can't." barge into a classroom at 8.30 in the morning, expect the teacher to have half an hour to talk to you. No. So if you've already communicated the day before, it's awesome. Um, or if you say, I need someone to call me back today, the next day. But he's like, if you've already lost sleep over it, you should have at least sent me an email. Mm. Exactly right. Oh, perfect advice. I mean, gosh, that's um, wonderful hearing that came from a principal. Mm. That's fantastic. And, you know, that is, don't, sometimes it is good to sleep on it. You don't want to be, yes. you know, just having a go when you don't really know what's gone on. Yes. Um, but you don't let it fester, you know, no. just ring the school and, and ask or say, this is what's happened. I, I don't know why it happened. Can you please explain? Can we have a meeting? Yes. Can we have a chat? Yeah. 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 So you should, you know, when you have a good relationship with your school, you, you wouldn't even think twice about doing that. You just pick up the phone or write an email mm. and, you know, ask, you know, what actually happened. This is my version of the story. What's yours sort of thing? Yeah, that's right. And the truth is usually somewhere in the middle because <laughs> children can catastrophize as well or completely misinterpret things and you're like, what happened? And then <laughs> none of that happened, you know. Yeah. So, But yeah. there's also times when things do go wrong because that's life. Or someone has been treated unfairly or their, you know, wishes haven't been listened to and that's the times that you really have to put your advocate hat on and go, right. So I, my advice, which you've probably got more than me, is to also save your moments. You know, yes. sometimes you really have to go in. It's a marathon. And like I'm going to have to request a meeting today. We're really going to have to talk about this. This has to be resolved. And other times it can just be a little email or you can, you know, talk about it with some friends and go, no, it wasn't an issue. You know, friends are pretty good if you've got good friends at letting you know whether you're over-dramatising things. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a judgment call, you know. Mm. Is, it, is it something that serious that you, you really need to have a formal meeting mm. to discuss it further? And that's when the student support group meeting comes into play. Yes. You know, you, you have a student support group mm. together and you say, we need to have a meeting and for this particular reason. You can have them at any time. Mm. Um, it's good to have them regularly just to talk about how your child yes. is travelling educationally and socially at school. Mm. But if something significant comes up it's good to perhaps have a meeting about it or if it's really an issue then you know you should um, perhaps you get in touch directly with the principal Mm. yeah it's Um, yeah mm. and I think parents I don't know there's there's all lots of different parents but you should never feel any fear about going and speaking because principals and teachers are just people and they can't do anything if we don't if we don't tell them Mm. So, yeah, yeah, and other parents absolutely. do it. It's not just you. you know. No, everybody yeah. does it. Everybody I mean, does you know, it. Yeah. You've got your best, your child's best interests at heart, and you want to make sure that, that the school does as well. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure all schools would just would love to know who your child is and know how best to educate them and yes. want to support them in their learning. 
Um, so you've got to go in with that mindset, you know. They're not out to get you. No. Um, they're not out to make your child's life a misery. No. That's no. certainly not their, you know, not their, what they want to do. So, you know, it goes back to, once again, you know, having that good communication established with the school and, um, and you know, just having a good relationship with your child's teacher if you can. If you can. Um, and checking in with them regularly, you know, sharing information about your child, mm. um, you know, what they did on the weekend that might influence how she, he or she um, supports your child in their learning that week. You know, there's lots of things that you can share with, with your child's teacher that will make a real difference to how they teach their child, mm. your yeah. child. I, I think sometimes what's to be underest what's often underestimated is that if you've had a diagnosis or you've had a difficult birth and pregnancy that mm. pe- women mothers have been doing this for 5 years mm. before we start school we've already gone mm. through early intervention we've gone through kinder sometimes you even get to school and you're already very tired mm. yep <laughs> And it would be yeah, nice absolutely. to just be able to hand it over and go, there's my beautiful child, Yeah, you know. And I think that is something, um, Mandy and I were talking about this with someone else last week, that that's like a um, something unique to parenting children with disabilities yes. and additional needs, that even when your children are 15 or 30 or, you know, 12, you're still maybe doing advocacy in a way that you had never envisaged you would be doing it. Mm. So you get very good at it. But, but it's, it's also tiring. It really takes it out of you. Absolutely. And you're right. We do advocate for our children with a disability all through their lives. Mm. And I certainly do now. And, you know, Chris is 35. And, mm. yep. you know, we, we are a team of the two of us. And, um, and it's to ensure that, you know, he gets to do all the things that he wants to do yes. in his life, that, you know, he can find a job and that he does have aspirations, as yes. do all of our children, yeah. you know, and, and, Part of our role is also to to show that we've got aspirations for our children, that we ha- absolutely know that our children can learn and mm. and transfer that across to the school so that they mm. understand. Yes, absolutely. You know, this is a child that is um, is able to learn and and wants to go on into a job and travel and and you know has dreams and, mm. and wants to do things that every other child wants to do Mm. and you know that might help them get a feel for you know how best to support your child as well but like you said you've got to you've got to be at the right um headspace to be able to do a lot of this and if you're not feeling 100 percent or you're you're particularly exhausted don't communicate with anyone just yes take it easy look after yourself because if you can't Mm. you know look after yourself you can't look after others I think for me when my twins started school I had a six-week-old baby Mm. so I think um I was so tired and delusional and I just wanted them to go there yes (laughs) so I don't think I was the greatest advocate so I just want people to know to not beat yourself up about that if you think I actually have the energy for this I'll do what needs to be done Mm. That's right. Yeah. And, that, and there's many yeah. years to come. Mm. Yeah, exactly. No, I, you absolutely have got to make that decision. And there's nothing wrong with just sending your child to school. No. <laughs> that was so I good. No. <laughs> <Not>. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Think about them for the whole day. Oh. You know? uh, well, just it's something to switch off so. for us if you've been on high alert since the minute you were either pregnant or they were born yes. or you had your diagnosis. So it takes mm. a little bit of time. It does. 
It mm. does. You're yeah. not thinking, is my yeah. child going to leave? I just remember thinking, how are they not going to run out the gate? Yeah, why but then won't they, they don't. just leave? I know. <laughs> they just stay in there. <laughs> so true. I know. And I just think when we all go back from lockdown, whoo, that's going to be a powerful day too when the yeah. house – I mean, I can't imagine my house being empty because no. my husband has been working at home yep. for since March and um, – my other children are all home too, doing uni Ooh. and telehealth co- consults. And I'm like, this is, what a year. What anyway. a year. I know, I know. I've got nothing but admiration for those parents that have been at home with everybody there with them. I mean, it, it, must, it must be so hard. We, well, we know it's so hard because we get parents ringing us. Yes, you know, it's so hard. They're struggling struggling to, to hold it all together. Um, so, yes, my hat goes off to you amazing mums. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What, a, what about for families with children who are nonverbal? What are some of the things that could be for them if they're heading into an SDS or a special school and they have, is it best for them to communicate, parents to communicate with the teachers if their children can't tell you what's going on? Is that something you can help with or? Oh, well, absolutely. That would be part of the transition and, um, you know, that, that whether the uh, whatever supports that the family have already in place are the speech therapists that they yeah. might have through the NDIS and so they would be, able to meet with the school with the parents and discuss, okay, well, what is the best way of communicating with your child when they're at school? And it's really important to, you know, to absolutely work that out when your child's just starting preps. Mm. Um, So that would be part of the initial meeting with the school to discuss, you know, what are the supports that need to be put into place for your child to have a successful start to school. And, of course, communication is with you know in regards to your child is really important how do we communicate with your child as a teacher so yes you'll be as a parent be front and center in all of that as well and giving your advice about the best ways to 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 do that and to help your child um, settle into school when they are non-verbal and some of our kids are put on buses on the first day of prep and off they go they're sitting at the front on this big you know crown bus and you know, that's something that most parents, I think, don't are not expecting. Yes. No, it, it and I remember that too. My son went away as this tiny little, um, yes. he wasn't prepped, uh, mainstream, but mm. when he did go off to special school, oh, my gosh, oh, I was, you know, bus. so highly anxious. Yes. Mm. Um, until I knew that he was at school. But um, schools have been doing this for a very long time. And I've yes. got to say the bus services are fantastic. Yes. Uh, and it's important to 
I let the the bus chaperone know. Yes, that's you know, right. if there's anything that they need to be aware of. Yes. Um, uh, you know, the, um, and and it's also good to perhaps do some practice. Yes. Getting on and off as well prior mm. to school starting, and practice going to the school, going to the school grounds, um, practicing skills at home about. Um, packing and unpacking your school bag if they're able to do that. Mm. Having your lunchbox. Um, yeah, uh, being able to, can they open their lunchbox or do mm. they need support to be able to do that mm. or their, their water bottle. The best drink bottle, yeah. yeah. Taking jumpers on and off. You know, there's yes. lots of little things like that. Practice with your child um, but to a point and if they, you know, if they need additional support then you will need to let the school know mm. that that's what they need. And even doing things like... Um, I know with my son's school, I actually put you in touch with other parents that were starting out yes. or parents of older children in the yes, school yes. so that you could organise a bit of a play date beforehand. Yes, yes really, really good. Really good. Yep. Yeah, I've always thought that was a fantastic idea. Um, I think you mentioned, sorry, you mentioned the chaperone on the bus. I think that's just as important person as your teacher because they're yeah. on the, they could be on the bus for an hour in the morning and an hour in the afternoon. And I know speaking yeah. to ours every day, they become a bit like your family. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, they do. You get to know them very and well. And the bus and they driver. Get to know your car. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, so they're, yeah, very important person. And your child, you know, they often really connect with the chaperone. Yes. Uh, and often the best part of their day is the bus trip. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some wind down. Trip. There's some wind down, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm. So, um, yeah, there's so many things to think about when your child is starting school, perhaps um, above and beyond what uh, any parent would, would be going mm. through Absolutely. when they have their child starting school. Yeah. yeah, shoes and, that know, fit you... over splints. Um, how do we get the wheelchair on the bus or how do we get mm. there? There's so many variables. When's medication going to be given medication. out? Am I going to go mainstream with an aid? Am I mainstream with no aid? Am yeah. I going? Yes. There's so many choices that I think other parents haven't thought about and they already find yeah. the first day of school really emotional and stressful and overwhelming. So yeah. I just yes. cried the whole way home because I thought I can't believe I got them there. Oh. We got the funding. They're, yeah. they're wearing the right awesome. uniforms. Oh, I've yes. got shoes over the AFOs. I I, I just kind of, I'm exhausted. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. it certainly is absolutely exhausting. But you know what? That's good. You got there. I did. The that's end. right. And then it yes. was elation that we did it. Yes. Yeah. And we're yeah. in this new phase and it's exciting. Yes, it is. But, you know, there, like I said, there's lots of things you need to be aware of as a parent, you know, when you have a child with a disability, just to try and set it up for as big, best success for your child, mm. uh, you know, as you can. And, you know, perhaps coming along and starting our um, or joining our workshop might be a step in the right direction. Yes. We're trying very hard not to overwhelm parents yes. with too much information. Yes. Because I know we're tired. Yeah. yeah. You are. You are. And we don't, we, but it's really um, good. I know when Chris started, my son started school, I didn't even know what other options were. I didn't know what his rights were. I didn't yes, know so yes, much. You know, I didn't yes. know um, so when, you know, he started at the local primary school where a lot of his kinder mates were going, you know, I was really shocked when the principal wasn't as welcoming as I thought he yes. should be. And with 
are directing me to special schools and um you know perhaps other the other primary school in the in the area mm. um because I wasn't sure how well he could support him and I just you know stuck to my guns and said no no this is his local school yeah, that's right. Right. I want him to go and we persevered for a number of years but I could see that it was just not working and, mm. and Chris was becoming more and more sad yes, yes. exactly yes. Um, happened to my daughter too it's, yeah yeah, it's a, it's a common story. You hear this quite a lot. And it was at that point, funnily enough, interestingly enough, that I did ring the Association for Children with a Disability mm-hmm. because they were there um, to, you know, to support parents. Mm. And they were amazing. And they basically gave me all this information about there's more than one option, you know, and these are your child's rights and, you know, this is what you can and can't do. And mm. it was a revelation to me and and a little bit overwhelming, but I took that all on board and, and I started making some good decisions yes. in regards to his education. And I, you know, I, you know, this is part of why I went to work at ACD because of the amazing support that I got in the early um, stages of my child's life, mm. particularly at school. And, you know, I, working in the education part of ACD and putting together these workshops for parents. I've always got in the back of my mind my own personal story and the struggles that I had initially and I really want to make that difference with parents mm. so that they don't have to, you know, struggle as much as perhaps I did. So, you know, putting together this starting preps um, series of workshops, I, it was just a, a, a just a wonderful experience for, for all of us, you know, because we, we – could see that the information that we're providing them and and the opportunities to connect with others could make a real difference in parents' lives. Yes, huge difference. Yes, Mm. yeah, and I, especially this year for people living in Melbourne and people all around Australia have been through a different year. It hasn't been the same for any of us. Like I know everyone's been homeschooled or their parents are working at home or, you know, so it's been highly unusual but especially in Melbourne Lots of the things yeah, that are normally very, in place are not there. Yeah, it's been very hard, very mm. hard for so many people. And I know it's been very hard for the families that that contact us. But it's surprising, you know, we've got so many. We've been offering a lot of different workshops for parents and uh, the, the take-up has been fantastic mm. because parents um, have got the opportunity yes. perhaps more than they would normally. Yes, absolutely. Mm. connect online so that's been fantastic too the fact that online workshops which we'd never done before Mm. uh, and not sure about how they would be accepted by parents have been embraced and so we'll be doing more and more of these Mm. and (laughs) I think we've also learned even though we've been parenting for well, a few years, Mandy and I, where the um, school, where it's not working because we're watching it now with our own eyes. And so if we can get more information, then we want it, which I think we hadn't really realised until we saw remote learning. We're like, oh, that doesn't work for my child. They, they need this for that or they need different support structures. And I think parents are probably going to be more involved with getting engaged with things like online tools yes, because think. yeah we really yeah. realized that we need it i didn't even know what zoom was this time last no, year i heard never about heard it, it. No. and people had said to me oh this will be really good for your work and i was like yeah now i feel like everyone <laughs> knows how to do it <laughs> the children Incredible. to the grandmas oh. it's awesome mm. It is. It's um, it's been a great way to stay connected in a you know an environment where you absolutely 
can easily be isolated. Many yes. of us are. Yes. Uh, so you know that there's someone always there, um, you know, and you can see them. You know, it's not just a phone call. No, yes, that's it. Right. Yes. Our yes. family situation. And you're right. When you've got children learning from home, I know that a lot of our parents that contact us have been had major concerns about yes. where their child yes. is at. In mm. their yes. learning, they, they had a different idea as to where they might be. Yes. Um, and so, yes, you can see that there are some real gaps that perhaps they mm. need to follow up with the teacher. Yeah. I it's, think that's probably been, been one of the biggest mm. confronting takeaways. Yes, I think it has. I think it really, really yeah. has. So, yeah. But there are yeah. structures and supports there. We have learnt, some of us, how to advocate. So we just we just have to drop back into that role. Like I've spoken to the school every week during remote learning. I've emailed every teacher. Every teacher's emailed me. So I've upped my level of, you know, it's gone back to sort of the primary school years because we need that constant, they need to hear what's going on at home, I need to hear what's going on in yeah. their minds. And um, it is tiring, but also it's really um, freeing because yes. there's constant information going back and forth and they are, the teachers are really relieved too. Yes. So, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, because it might not have been the same if, if, you'd been, if it was uh, – you know, classrooms as per normal. Yes. But because it's very different, I think everybody's making perhaps an extra effort to keep in touch yes. and to share that information. Mm. Yeah. And to understand when your child is struggling and then you can discuss, okay, well, how best can mm. we support your child while they're learning from home? What's missing? Mm. Um, and well, I know that, uh, sorry. No, I was just going to change tact a bit though and because I was just thinking what's it been like for families having to get all their testing done to see whether mm. they can get into special schools or they go to mainstream. How has that been impacted at this time? Well, not at all, as far as I know. Um, it's it's business as usual. That yep. hasn't okay. been really impacted uh, because there's a lot of, um, well, yes, the the, um, the assessments are still going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're probably almost done. But they'd be finalised now, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that, as far as I, I'm aware, that that's been, you know, just been done as per usual. I suppose they were prioritised over other so. things, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, they sh parents should know, know where um, their children are going. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and you know what the, you know, whether they've received funding or mm. not. Mm. Um, it won't be till later in the year, but um, that would be a. a I think we got our letter mid-January or something, I remember, for, yeah. and it was just yeah. such a – I remember opening the letter just thinking, what is the, What is it going to be? What mm. hours are they going to give her? Mm. Oh. It's, um, it's, it's hard, isn't it? And, you know, you, regardless, of, as I said before, regardless of whether your child qualifies for funding or not or is eligible for funding, you, you, you still need to work with the school and the school yes. should be working with you to – to find out what is the best way that they can support your child. So you, having those meetings is just as important. Yes, mm. it is. Every child has the right to learn. Mm. Spot on. Yeah. So <laughs> and keep and you, that. you got to keep saying keep that and, you, you know, yeah. remind the school occasionally. And what's interesting, Mandy and I have found really interesting, is that we've both had lots of meetings with schools and yet we get constant emails from teachers saying we'd never really heard that. So 
I think mm. sometimes when you're the parent saying it to the teacher, even though you don't mean it, it might come across a bit adversarially. But when they hear it just two people or three people or four people chatting and it's not about them, then yeah. they say, so you know what, parents, send them to the podcast. <laughs> Tell them to listen. Yeah. Because they've actually found found it really empowering lots of people because they can just listen without thinking you're talking about them and it's just an eye-opener to them they're like yes all children do deserve this because they don't think about it Mm. not not in that big that big context you know that Mm. every child is entitled to an education and should receive an education yes um in a way that it best works for them for sure so yes sometimes it's good to remind remind the school that that you know, that is your child's, every child's right. And I know some parents, um, when they go into a meeting, like a formal meeting, and particularly if there is an issue that they might be having to discuss that there are concerns about um, something that's happened at the school in regards to their child, they'll often put a reminder on the table that the, the discussion here today is, is actually about the child. Yes. The child and not about anybody else's wow. issues. Yes. Um, and it's actually a powerful reminder. Very. So, a photograph of your child or, or something mm, the, you that's know, amazing about, yeah, yeah. your child had something of their interest so you put yes. it in the middle of the, like a, a thomas the tank engine or something yes. put it in the oh that of makes the me want to cry that's beautiful that's, that's beautiful. really a really good tip and I it know keeps everybody focused. Yes, yes, it would. I, I remember heading into ours, there was this big movement probably five or six or seven years ago. It was a lot of blogs saying, bring cakes to the SSG and try and make it nice. Mm. And so I did that a few times and then I just thought, I'm so tired. Yeah, I can't not be your baking. Responsibility to bake. So no. I just I just think a photo of your child, much Beautiful. easier. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel yeah. like you have to go in and bake and sort of yeah, you just you absolutely do not have to do that, and I understood where it was coming from, but um, that uh, that added a whole lot of pressure for yes, me. Yes, it does, and I absolutely. know absolutely because uh, you know that you, it's, it's a formal meeting, and, and yes. cupcakes are lovely, and it's a lovely gesture, and certainly provide them. But maybe afterwards, when they've made the decision that you would like them to make, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reward if the you behavior. Gave the right one. Here's some Krispy Kremes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in a in a formal meeting, it's really yeah. important to keep stay it focused on, yes. on the agenda. Yes, and, and so true. Formal meeting, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And the other thing that um, my boy's psychologist said to me, I was talking to her recently, and she said before parent-teacher interviews, and she said you can do this really nicely or before, you know, group meetings, you just email everyone and go, oh, look, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, even though you've mentioned it every two months, but if everyone could just <laughs> read back over their WISC and their individual learning plan and um, whatever new testing results you've got in, um, because occasionally there's a teacher that hasn't read it and and so you're just reminding them that this actually is what your child, this is all of the things about them. Um, and yes. then at the meeting, you can easily bring it up and go, I remember when the, that said that though, or that bit of information, and then everyone should have read it. Mm-hmm. And it's also a really yes. easy way of you bringing it up. And she said, it's a really, she said, people forget. She said, and when they read it yeah. again, they're like, oh, that's right. And she said, yeah. it cha- can change your whole um, parent-teacher interviews. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is good to, um, if, if any decisions are made in a meeting, you've really got to have them minuted. Oh, yes. And you've got to have, yeah, who's going to action it and yes. some sort of timeline as to when it's going to be done. Yes. So that you're making people accountable. And that, that includes you as a member yes. of that you know, that meeting. Yep. So if you have to follow something up, you've got to make sure that you, you do it. Yep. Um, and that's important. Um, and I know certainly when your kids get into secondary school, it's not all the teachers are going to know. You know, no, they surely don't. They do not. No. Yeah. So you've got to make sure that you give them, you know, the relevant information. I mean, there'll be some general information that all teachers should be aware of in regards to how to, you know, mm. where your child should sit in the classroom and do they need a visual schedule, you know, mm. all of those sorts of things. But there is some specific information you might need to give individual teachers. Yes. Um, or your child in secondary. But one of the best tips I ever had was um, to, to put together a one-page profile of mm. your child, who they are, what their strengths are, what their interests are, where they have challenges and give some ideas as to how to manage that mm. in a one-pager so that if there is a, um, a relief teacher yes. that has to come in or there's more than one there teacher that's been mm. your child, They've got something they can instantly refer to. Yes, that is really important. I also did that as an introduction to the children and the parents. So I had a letter with the photo of the twins. This is this. This is why they wear their splints on their legs. They love singing. They love dancing. Da-da-da-da-da. And then I handed them out to all the parents in the classroom. I had a couple of parents that were nurses come up and say, thank you so much. That was fantastic. Mm. Um, And, and, you know, it's these – Am I overexposing them? But then mm. I don't have to explain it 25 times. Mm. Um, but that's yeah. what I did and it, it helped me. Yeah, that's right. And until yeah, we reach a utopia where diversity is <laughs> applauded and accepted, we will keep doing these yeah. things. Yeah, yep. That's right, that's right. And you know what, it gives the kids a starting point to know how to be friends with your child as well. Yes. So you're giving the parents this information, which hopefully will get passed on to the kids, mm. and just giving them, so they might not know how to, you know, if your child is nonverbal and in a wheelchair, mm. you know, what can they do? What, yes. You know, how can they actually talk to that child? Because kids are naturally curious and they want mm. to be friends. Yeah, and, and they're beautiful um, actually. I've seen it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm, they are. Yeah, same here. And I know Chris had some amazing um, friends and that we, because it was in our local community, the school that he went to, this yes. is the local primary school, they we they stayed connected for yes, a long time. Yes. So yes. we would see them as teenagers working yes. at Coles or Woolies. Yes. They'd often say, you're Chris's mum, how's he going? Yes. Thought, That's incredible. I love that, you know. Yeah. Say hi to Chris for me. Yeah, beautiful. So, yeah, yep. it is. It is. It's a, a, yeah, lovely to see. It is. is there anything that we've missed in asking you that you would like to tell everyone? Just direct them to our website yes. with all our amazing resources and um, information about how to register for our Starting Together workshop Great. series. What is the so, date? Yeah, what's, so, the, what's the dates of those? Okay, so uh, the one starting on the 19th of October. For three weeks, then one starting on the 20th of October for three weeks, yep. three separate sessions. 21st of October, two starting on the 21st of October and one starting on the 22nd. Um, we've, we're focusing on certain locations, but, you know, even if you don't live in that location and you still want to connect in yep. with the, you know, with the, the information, um, please just register. So we're going through all of October into early November. 
Um, all the dates are on our website. Um, and yes, you just uh, there's a link straight to Eventbrite where you register. Oh, beautiful. And we will put your um, yes, website yeah. in our show notes. So if you just you just need to go under the episode P's and click on it, and you'll be able to go and and find them. Fantastic. Easy, oh, easy. It was easy. wonderful to talk well, to you. So Jenny. nice. You're just so easy to chat to. Yeah. P parents are the best people Mom. ever. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully we can meet you one day when yes. the world after COVID. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't meet you when you were doing the um your shows. I know. Oh, oh March. March. Yes. We'll be back March twenty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be. No, I won't be either. <laughs> I hope we'll be able to do them again. I don't maybe know. Maybe next year, maybe the year we'll after. We'll try. Well, as soon matter. as we can, well, we will. Yes, we will. And you'll be front row, all of yeah, our. Yeah, we can't oh, wait to see oh you all. Yes, we can. Thank we you for can. giving your time today. Thank you. And um, really I know the peas will really value this. Yes. So before we thank go, you. we're going to tell our peas to rate and review. Yep. Thank our ACAST supporters. Yes. Thank you so, so much for coming on today. And, um, yeah, if you've heard this episode and it's been helpful, tell share somebody it. else. Yeah, share this one because it's yeah. really powerful for yeah. parents to know that um, they've got all this information at their fingertips. That's right. Okay, thank you, Jenny. Thank you. No See you, peace. <laughs> softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.